0: Hey and welcome to Disrupting Asia. In case you have been around for a while, first off, welcome back. And if you're new here, a very warm welcome. Disrupting Asia is a platform that connects innovators, changemakers and entrepreneurs from all around Asia. Follow us for daily updates on www.disrupting.asia, subscribe to our podcast, we're on every major platform including iTunes, Spotify and Stitcher, and head over to our Facebook page for daily updates. In this week's episode, we talk about trainings and workshops for your team. Are you offering training, coaching workshops or similar to your team? If yes, when was the last time you actually conducted or arranged a training? Or do you stick to a regular schedule even? Satisfied employees are not just there for the income. And that's unfortunately a point many companies don't understand. As glamorous as it sounds to work for an up and coming company, say in the tech industry, employees will soon lose the excitement working for you even if you pay them above average. It's simple, employees seek for challenges and want to grow further as professionals. So, the big question is, how do you make sure your employees will receive further training? Yes, a good salary is very important, but so is the further education of your team. In order to keep your employees and maintain a low turnover, you as the CEO or owner have to put in the necessary effort into creating an exciting learning and development environment. Arranging workshops and seminars are not only helping your team to grow professionally, but at the same time you're creating an interesting and vibrant working environment, people will be more competitive and hence will create better results for your company. While some of you may get goosebumps now, it's easier than you think in terms of arrangements and the sooner you start, the sooner you will see a positive outcome how to get started first we need to have a dedicated person or even team that is responsible for all aspects concerning training learning and development i'd suggest you appoint a person within the hr department to take over the responsibility of a learning and development manager depending on your expectations of the job as well as your company size you may even want to create the position and hire a learning and development manager rather than just appointing someone who probably has enough work on their plate already. This learning and development manager or L&D manager then has to work with your department heads and supervisors to create training calendars. I'd suggest you look at a few major topics and create numerous smaller trainings for the next 12 months. Then set fixed dates for these trainings for the next quarter, but keep also topics ready for the remaining nine months. Within the next three months you will get enough information and data about areas and topics that may require additional trainings. So, once you're done creating the training calendar for the next three months, make sure your L&D manager will keep it public and transparent. Send emails out to your department heads and tell them to inform their teams accordingly. Let them arrange a 10-15 meeting where the training calendar is introduced to the teams and where any related questions are answered. Make also sure that the training calendars are visible. Do a few hangouts here and there, within the office for example, and next to the canteen or cafeteria. So how about the topics? Topics can cover literally anything. From introduction trainings for new employees, on-the-job trainings, sales trainings, customer handling to things like CPR and evacuation trainings. Once you start working on further trainings, you can easily include many topics that have been previously covered. In addition, you can also add refresher trainings that you can conduct two or three times per year. Depending on your industry and or the topics you want to have covered, you may want to look into hiring a consultant or trainer that has a specific expertise and knowledge you require. Say for example, you want to boost creativity. You may want to hire a Lego series play facilitator or a personal coach that can help your team to start exercising and start informing about proper nutrition. Now, what can you do if you don't have the budget for a dedicated L&D mention? In case you really can stretch your headcount budget, appoint a person preferable from the HR department to be in charge of training and development. As mentioned earlier, don't have too high expectations from that person if he or she already has other responsibilities. After all, you don't want to have anyone burned out. Also. Don't appoint someone with the empty promise of getting a promotion that he or she may anyway never get regardless of how good they perform. If there is only a handful of employees at your company, you as CEO, director or owner should be in charge. Another option would be, again, to simply hire a training and consulting company, but that will cost you easily thousands if not tens of thousands in fees, speaking you really need to sit down and start creating a training plan. The trainings. Say you have now a dedicated person in charge, whether you promoted one within your team or hired a person, you have to give trainings not just for the sake of training, but to simply improve your team's knowledge in certain but important areas. If you hired a learning and development manager, he or she should have enough experience to identify these specific areas and how to conduct trainings. Now, the key to successful training is engagement. Therefore, it's really important that you don't arrange only classroom-style trainings, but interactive sessions that allow everyone to participate, even those who are usually more reserved and introverted. Everyone needs to get a voice and needs to be part of the conversation. Do something unusual or even crazy in terms of location and training process. I mentioned earlier that classroom-style meetings are as boring as they sound. So why not taking your team out to the parking lot, for example? If there is a complex area that needs attention and requires creativity, don't give your team just a white paper and pen, but let them create their solution through Lego bricks, for example. And yes, as you can tell, I love the idea of using Lego bricks for training and educational purposes. The more compelling and engaging you design your trainings and workshop, the more people will be motivated and will actively participate. Hence, Trainings won't be just mandatory and just trainings, but a useful experience that will benefit both the company and attendee. Here are a few more tips for you. Arrange trainings and workshops during work time. Don't let your team come in on weekends, after duty or even before duty. It's your responsibility to manage and delegate that accordingly create lively and interactive trainings and give your attendees the feeling that whatever they do and contribute is of actual benefit to the company and themselves. Your team should be excited and motivated to attend. So make sure to spark a fire in them. Now, how about you? What is your experience in attending workshops and trainings? Do you have any particular good experience where the trainer or facilitator went out of their way to create a unique and engaging training? Or do you have any bad experience? Head over to our Facebook site or leave a comment under this podcast on www.disrupting.asia. And in case you haven't subscribed yet, we're on every major platform including iTunes, Spotify and Stitcher. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and never miss an episode again. Until next time and keep it crushing guys.